Hello everybody and welcome back to this week's episode of And In Other News, the podcast where we like to sprinkle some light relief onto your news feed. I'm Ellie. And I'm Daisy. This week we've got one story that is going to warm your heart, one story that's a little bit weird and wacky and one story that's going to make you think. All right, Daisy, first story, let's go. Let's go for it. Okay, so the first story is intended to warm your heart and it is pretty heartwarming. It's a story about a young boy who was born in a Starbucks in Chicago and yeah. was so the birth was helped by a 21-year-old who worked in Starbucks at the time. It was all fine in the end. And the boy who was born, 18 years on, Facebook messaged the guy <laughs> who helped his mum give birth to him and they met up. Oh, I can't tell if that's cute or weird <laughs> yeah we've got another hybrid going on i feel like we need more story here like why was he born in a starbucks surely you'd be ordering your frap and you'd know that it was <laughs> the mum was just on her way home and she just went into the starbucks as you do and she ended up going into labor it was three weeks early so i think it must have kind of taken her by surprise it must have been quite a quick birth i assume or yeah. maybe they couldn't have got to a hospital in chicago after all you know it could be snowing to far away as well exactly exactly and maybe they just thought you know what this will make a great story on someone's podcast one day let's have the baby yeah what did they call him like latte frappe no he's just called jonathan (laughs) oh no way has he got a quirky middle name yeah no no quirky middle name it's not like jonathan um, mocha you know what it really (laughs) should be and i like i like the line you're going down with this it's creative isn't it if it's you then you would definitely do that (laughs) you'd have to get a pun in there somewhere yeah to be fair you've got a good middle name i do I do. For those of you who don't know, I was born on the 1st of the 1st, 2000, on the Millennium Day. And so one of my middle names is Millennium. Which I wouldn't have been able to spell until I was a lot older. So that would have been problematic for me, I feel. Yeah. I mean, I actually (laughs) didn't know that there were two ends in Millennium until I was maybe like six or seven. Good. And so up until that point, I had just been spelling it with one end. (laughs) I think that's how I probably would have spelled it. Stylistic choice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Going back to the story, so why do we think he decided to message this guy? This part of the story is not that heartwarming. It's kind of sad. (laughs) Oh no. Should I I say? Yeah. Um, So the guy who was born both his parents died recently um and there was like a gofundme and then that's how the barista came across him so i guess it is heartwarming in that it's like good coming out of a bad situation obviously he can't remember his own birth but i bet that's something that really stuck with the barista do you think yeah no absolutely and the barista posted on his instagram the the day he was born was a life-changing experience for me brackets and obviously him and not only was it great meeting him but i gained new friend out of it too so that is actually really sweet yeah and I guess like when you work at Starbucks like when I've always worked in cafes and stuff I've been desperate for anything to spice it up to be honest so So if you go in expecting to just make a few cold brews and then you're birthing a child I'm surprised he didn't stay in better contact before this event, if I'm honest. Yeah. If you help someone deliver their baby, that's surely a lifelong bond you made. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I 
went through this deep life-changing experience with you in a Starbucks bathroom and then I'm assuming it was in the bathroom I hope it was in the bathroom yeah and then never saw you again (laughs) it's not the kind of thing you're like all right thanks mate bye (laughs) that's true but I guess they didn't have Facebook back then or anything very true so they wouldn't have been like oh you know add me just uh, maybe one day if I come back into this Starbucks we'll meet again oh movie magic that yeah It's just, it's crazy. These types of things only ever happen in like TV shows. Yeah. And here you are. It's happened in real life. Wow. I'm so glad <laughs> that I wasn't born in a Starbucks though, not gonna lie. I mean, I feel like you wouldn't know the difference. It'd Very be, like, true. For your mother's right, sake. If I were to ever have a child, unless yeah. you've got like free drinks for life or something. Exactly. That's what I think. When that happens and then you're like, yeah, your child is eligible for like free McDonald's forever or whatever. And do it. Take the hit. Yeah. And if you don't have your baby in a Starbucks, then you can't give its middle name Mocha. Yeah. I mean, you can. It you just can. wouldn't be as, as... It wouldn't be as poignant. <laughs> And in other news, so this is a piece I read on Vice, and I'm not gonna lie, it sent me back. It's called Unraveling the Naughty Schoolyard Craze for Weird Alien Eggs. And Isabel Aaron has basically done a deep dive into these eggs that I completely forgot existed until I saw this. And they were these plastic eggs with these little gooey aliens inside. I don't really remember them ever doing anything other than going a bit mouldy, but you kept them in the fridge and then... (laughs) take them into school and there were all of these like, wild rumours about what they could do the one at my school was that if you mix them together and put them in the fridge overnight they'd have a baby which mm. I only through reading this article found out that that wasn't the case I just thought we all had faulty <laughs> aliens but we used to always just take them in and compare them and be like my alien's cooler I had a little silver one mm. I just thought it was really interesting the whole like backstory behind it and how actually one part of it that really stuck out for me was that kids have a certain mindset that makes them really good collectors. Apparently, instinctually, yeah. it appeals to their like hunter-gatherer mindset. Specifically children. Yeah, so things like <gasps> Yu-Gi-Oh cards or like I used to collect like Sylvanian families, playables, like, all of these collectibles. And actually thinking about it, it makes so much sense. Or like those so interesting match of the day cards that the boys used to do and people used to come in with folders with all their cards in yeah with the match attack cards match attacks that's not match of the day gosh I'm an old one then. <laughs> to yeah. do with like hunter gathering yeah so there's this thing called playground currency where kids will take it into school and show other kids mm. which is why this, they got so popular so collecting for children fulfills psychological needs and instinctive desires from our hunter gatherer ancestors And so the surge of mass manufacturing of cheap plastic goods in the 50s led companies to exploit this. Oh my god! Yeah, pocket money toys that you can like collect or swap, like loom bands or those little silly bands that you had. All of those like little collectibles. And it's a psychological thing. Yeah, people used to go wild for them. My my favourite was always um, the Tamagotchi. I loved the Tamagotchi. (gasps) Oh my god! I remember them first coming in and then they banned them at school because everyone got so obsessed. And so my mum had to like look after it on her work breaks. And then we would like, we allowed it back. And I remember one day she killed it and she came to school and she was like, Ellie, I've got something to tell you. And I wept. I'd kept this time I got to your life for so long. Adults are just not equipped to be dealing with those small little things with the small little buttons. They don't have our hunter-gathering instinct. They don't, but it's crazy how... That kind of instinct, I guess, is what spawned this whole franchise and how you could literally talk to anybody our age and be like, do you remember those aliens? And they'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah. 
and everybody would have some kind of weird rumor about it. They're so ingrained in, in like culture and so universally recognizable. I was watching I May Destroy You the other day and Terry referenced that if you throw it at the ceiling then it has yeah. babies. I was like oh my god mm. that's a new one that I've never heard. That's amazing yes and also oh did you read God. the bit in the article where they said that one woman took it to a hospital because she thought she'd have a fetus on the street yeah because they they are pretty gross like the goo like i can smell it now do you know what i mean like i i can tell you what yeah. it smells like <laughs> and how this guy that i'd never even heard of spawned this whole insane franchise one thing that was interesting that i noticed in the article was that um it's one Craze of the Year award twice. I did not know Craze of the Year award was a thing, and now I want to win it. <laughs> you've got to create something that's going to appeal to those kids' hunter gathering instincts, then. But if you've got something that big, of course there's going to be something psychological that makes it that way. Otherwise, it just won't work. Yeah, true. Very true. The article also talked about Furbies, which is one thing I never got because I think <gasps> they are creepy as anything they are terrifying but apparently there was this whole conspiracy with them that they were recording conversations and people <gasps> thought they were like a threat to security which obviously it was a kid's toy but yeah <laughs> this guy said they sold over 18 million wow and all i ever thought was that was just a little pot of goo and there's so much more this is a real major thing it really is should we move on to the real major thing and in other news Digital minimalization. So this is all about having a bit of a declutter, a bit of a spring clean, but of your digital online technological usage. So basically it's the intent of it is to create a more like meaningful, mindful and balanced relationship with technology because at the moment we don't have one. No. So it's like clutter is costly. So having this obsessive and really full-on relationship with social media and that sort of thing is making us inefficient. And the whole idea is that you just start from scratch with your relationship with technology. You take a 30-day break from mm. all sorts of tech. So anything that isn't going to drastically alter your life negatively to take a break. Mm. So obviously if you need it for your work, that sort of thing, you can't. But like, for example, unless you're an influencer, you don't need Instagram. So no. delete it. And then so it's 30 days during that break. You find other activities that you like and enjoy that are meaningful and useful. And then at the end of the 30 days, you reintroduce some of the optional tech, but you kind of determine the value of it and whether you actually really need it and therefore like limit your usage of it and stuff. Do you know what? This is going to sound really bad. I don't think I could do it. Really? There's a part of me that really wants to, but I know people that have come off stuff like Instagram and actually just have no idea what's going on with their friends lives yeah because there's so many people that i don't catch up with that often because i don't feel like i necessarily need to because i see what's going on with them and i know they're okay right and because i yeah. don't have the time to be constantly talking to everybody yeah that's very true there's so many like viral things and trends that happen on there that you just Absolutely. would miss well, i think the social media that i spend most of my screen time on is twitter but if i deleted my twitter i wouldn't know half the things that i know 
Mm. Like Twitter is probably my main source of <laughs> keeping up to date with current affairs, which is now that I think about it, kind of crazy. And also, I thought with this article, what a crazy time to release such an article or to start like saying this sort of thing mid pandemic lockdown isolation i was gonna say i think we've all been so reliant on it coming out of lockdown maybe is now a slightly easier time to do a digital detox because you have other things Mm. that you could maybe fill that time with and actually especially i know a lot of people that are working from home have become so reliant on their technology during lockdown because that's how we've been mm. able to socialize yeah and i think maybe now that we're actually able to see people a bit more in person it might be slightly easier but then yeah, i don't know true. because maybe over this time we've built up such a connection with it yeah it would make it even harder do you think you could do it um no <laughs> i was so shocked when you said you i was like really but i think thinking about myself i could but it wouldn't just be simple i think i would definitely struggle doing yeah. it and yeah i don't have willpower or self-control at the best of times let alone doing a 30-day cold turkey i think it's the cold turkey part of it that i'd struggle with because i have time limits on all my apps it's not like oh, i sit okay. scrolling all day because i'm like i could but it would make me feel rubbish yeah i like the idea of decluttering it and actually getting rid of apps that aren't really serving you at all yeah yeah i think that is good i think the notion behind it is good for me personally anyway the 30-day complete break from everything i think is maybe just a step too far like i think i would be comfortable with doing like a lot less than i do or like just mm. just doing a little bit every day or like yeah. you know every few days or whatever just to check in but i don't know and the fact that we're even having this conversation and like determining that we would not be able to do that is kind of crazy kind of says that we maybe should try i don't know like every now and then like i do a, like a day or so without it and actually i find that i do feel a lot better until i then go mm. back on it and then it kind of all comes rushing back and i'm like is that kind of stress i think that comes back fomo <sighs> Yeah. But I don't miss it until yeah. I then go back on it, if that makes any kind of I sense. I see, I see. I've gotten it better. Is... I don't go on anything until after lunch now. Okay, so I nice. don't like wake up and scroll because I feel like that then just puts me in a bad mood for the rest of the day. That's just a sure way to stay in bed for a really long time. I had to stop doing that as well because I would literally just wake up at like seven but yeah. not actually get up and start my day until like nine. And you're like, what have I achieved? Which, yeah. I just looked at other people's <laughs> nice interiors. Go me. It's just obsessed with watching people clean things on TikTok. Maybe we should do a little experiment and then feedback. See if we can do like a day. Yes. Are we having podcast homework? Is that what's happening here? <gasps> podcast homework. Yeah, let's do it. Go on. What's the challenge? Maybe if we do a day without social media. See if we All can right. do it. Okay, sure. Cool, cool. This will be interesting actually, I think. You're on. And uh, if you lose, you have to give me a fiver. A fiver? Is that what I'll do. Thinking? I'll do anything for a fiver. <laughs> no! Well, unquote Daisy, circa 10 weeks ago. <laughs> I'm joking, you don't have to give me a fiver. I'll just be a bit smug. And then if you lose and I win, then I get to be a bit smug. Yes, exactly. We're in mm. it for the glory. <laughs> yes. And if any of you at home want to try it, feel free. Mm. Join us on Absolutely. our journey. On our really poor, weak attempt at doing a declutter yeah. <laughs> one day. My mind has cleansed my soul. I feel like a new woman. You'll come back next week and we'll be like, yes, actually, I've decided just to give it all up forever. It might happen. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of 
and in other news we hope you've enjoyed our stories today and if you have enjoyed them feel free to subscribe to be notified when we next post an episode see you soon bye bye